The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Z-Ball podcast and the wild card weekend edition of the Scorching Six Picks. Recording this on a Thursday night, or a Wednesday night, excuse me, in Southern California. Uh, joined by Rebound to go over uh, these six wild card matchups that we have coming up this weekend. What up, Rebound? How's it going? So, Z-Ball, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, looking forward to these matchups. We had an exciting week 18 to end the season. And uh, we got uh, some exciting matchups here. Let's let's get straight into the slate for uh, the wild card uh, matchups. We got even this time around. We got a wild card game on a Monday night, so that should be interesting. But nonetheless, let's let's get into the Saturday games. Uh, we got the first game, so late afternoon game. We got the fourth seeded Cincinnati Bengals at home hosting the fifth seed Las Vegas Raiders. Cincinnati giving five and a half. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a really good game. I didn't expect either team to be in the playoffs before the season started. Uh, kudos to Joe Burrow. He's played lights out all season. And along with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. And then Derek Carr played well. They also had Hunter Renfro. And this is going to be a good game. I think the Bengals win, but the Raiders cover. All right, yeah. I mean, the Bengals, I mean, were... One of the worst teams in the league last season. And then we're able to uh, bolster their offense, getting Jamar Chase in the draft, early on in the draft, top 10. A uh, good weapon for Joe Burrow this season. He's been absolutely on fire. Uh, is definitely in the running for uh, offensive uh, rookie of the year. I think he's the favorite now, overtaking Mac Jones. And the Raiders, on the other hand, they've just dealt with a lot of different stuff throughout the season. Uh, the Gruden firing, the Gruden emails. Uh, the unfortunate situation with Henry Henry Ruggs. And then uh, they've had an interim head coach, Rich Bisaccia, step in. And then they've kind of been up and down with their kind of their play as well. So uh, they've won some games that they shouldn't have won. And then they won an uh, overtime game to start their season. And then they won an overtime uh, game to end their season on Sunday night in prime time uh, this past weekend uh, against... Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers in the win-and-in scenario. Instead of uh, taking the tie, they ended up uh, get, kicking that game-winning field goal to clinch the fifth seed in the AFC and their first uh, playoff berth since the 2016 season. And that season, uh, Derek Carr did not play because he was injured. So this is, in essence, his first uh, playoff game. And you just got to hand it to the Raiders. I mean, they probably have a, a new head coach for sure, I think, next season. But this is a hell of an effort. I didn't expect them to be this good this season and be this gritty and fight out uh, all these types of games, uh, given the situation that 
they've had to deal with through all the different situations that they've had to deal with throughout the season. But getting into this game, uh, I, th- I believe these teams played in Week 11 in uh, Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. And the Ra- uh, the Bengals actually won that one 32-13 pretty comfortably. So uh, I, I'm gonna, I think that's going to happen again this, this, uh, this Saturday in Cincinnati. It's going to be kind of a cold-weather type game. And I, I like Cincinnati in this one to have their way offensively. I mean, I think... They'll do enough to kind of protect against uh, Max Crosby and that Raiders pass rush. But I think the Bengals, just too many offensive weapons for the Raiders defense, who's not really super elite. So just with Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Burrow, and all the, all the artillery they have offensively, I think it's going to be too much. I think they're going to put up a lot of points, be able to move the ball at will on the Raiders defense. But the Raiders... Uh, They'll they'll battle a little, but I I don't I don't think the, I don't see them getting within five and a half points. So I'll disagree with you, Rebound. I like the home team laying the five and a half. I'll swallow the five and a half for the home team Bengals. Have them win this game thirty five to twenty four and move on to the AFC divisional round. Alrighty, game number two, another Saturday game. It's a primetime game uh, from Buffalo. We got a. These teams facing off for the third time this season, and this is a rematch of that I believe that week thirteen game or, or week twelve or thirteen when they had that crazy wind. Uh, this is going to be uh, crazy temperatures again. Game time temperature calls for three degrees in Buffalo. So we got the Bills, winners of the AFC East, eleven and six, six and three at home, hosting the second place team in the AFC East, the New England Patriots. Back in the playoffs uh, after a one-year one year hiatus. And this is a 3-6 matchup. The Bills, the three seed. The, pa- the Patriots, the six seed. So what do you think about this one, Re- Rebound? Bills giving four points. Yeah, this is going to be a good game. Uh, I'm taking the Bills minus four. The Bills minus four. Why do you think? Why do you like the Bills here at home minus four? I think they're the better team. It, it was going to come down to Josh Allen, and I'm a big Josh Allen fan, so uh, I'm going to take the Bills minus four. Okay, and what what do, what strategies do you think Bill Belichick pulls out in hopes of stopping Josh Allen here? Uh, I'm not sure about that, but it's going to come down to Josh Allen versus the Pat D. So those are the two things it comes down to. Okay, I'm going to disagree again here, rebound. I think uh, the Patriots are going to have a lot of tricks up their sleeve coaching-wise here. It's going to be a close game similar to that high win game that they had in early December uh, when the Patriots won 14-10, only uh, throwing the ball three times. I think they'll throw more here, definitely, for sure. But uh, I think the Bills win a close one here, but I like the the Pats getting the four on the road as the, the road dog. I think Mac Jones will limit the mistakes. He threw some bad picks the last couple weeks, but I think he'll limit the mistakes here. And then uh, Belichick will kind of make this a ball-control type game and rough, ugly, muck it up, and it'll be kind of a battle. So I'll say 2017 Bills in this one, and they move back to the AFC Divisional uh, 
the AFC divisional round, excuse me, for the second straight season. All right, moving into the Sunday slate of games. Game number three, we got Tampa Bay at home hosting the 9-8 Philadelphia Eagles. This is the 2-7 matchup in the NFC. This is an early afternoon game on Fox on Sunday. Tampa Bay laying 8.5 rebound. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a, a solid game. I mean, I think everyone's expecting Tampa Bay to blow them out, obviously. Tom Brady had a great season, but uh, they lost their weapons and Chris Godwin and then the whole Antonio Brown saga. So, uh, Getting into that Antonio Brown situation, what we never really discussed that. Uh, what's your whole take on the whole situation, how it went down, everything like that? He's just an idiot. That's it. <laughs> He's just an idiot? Okay, so there's been... Uh, Talks floating around about how his behavior might have something to do with CTE and stuff like that. What do you think of, about uh, those uh, those talks? Yeah, there's a good chance. I mean, uh, he needs help. Okay, so do you think it's CTE related? Do you think he's always had these issues? What do you, what? Yeah, a combination of both. Okay, and then uh, what do you think of how what how he reacted to uh, Tom Brady and then? Brady was really the only guy that, like, caved for him. I mean, he basically let him into his house and lived with him in New England uh, when they signed him for, I think, one game in 2019. And then he's the one that probably talked uh, Bruce Arians, the Bucks management, to signing him last season. And then even after he ran off, he, he still gave him benefit of the doubt and said, "Be don't be so quick to pass judgment on Antonio Brown. And then Antonio Brown just been going through all these different media platforms uh ripping brady saying brady's not his real friend and then uh basically saying that he's the best receiver on tampa over mike evans and chris godwin so what are your whole thoughts on the the media the media tour that ensued from after the week after he stormed off the field against the jets that's just who he is he's just an idiot he needs help he needs help before he can play again Okay, do, do you think he'll ever play again in the NFL? Uh, after what he said about Brady, I would say no. I okay. gave it a slight chance before that, but now no. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, since 2013 and 2018, he was definitely a top 10 wide receiver for sure. Like, he was, like, legit. Probably top 5. Legit 6 years. I mean, he never fell out of the top 10. Yeah, he was probably top 5 for a good amount of those years. But since then, uh, I think he's lucky if he's even considered a top 20 receiver. So, and then he hasn't really been healthy as well. So, like, and then just a bunch of sh- uh, shit storm, just like a shit show all throughout. I mean, he's been doing this stuff for a while, going back to his days and uh, when he got a scholarship to FIU in 06, I believe, uh, right out of high school. And then he basically lost that scholarship because he, I think he tipped over, like, security guard or something uh, on like a cart or something like that and then there was just a whole laundry list of all the different shit that he's done the the last 15 years so uh but i'm definitely he does uh probably have need some help and uh hopefully he, he can get that help and i'll i'll probably agree with you i don't think he plays again i i, I just he's just become too much of a distraction in locker rooms and then even after being on a Super Bowl team, they couldn't really handle him. So, I I don't see it uh, him being uh, in a football locker room in the NFL again. So, 
But nonetheless, moving on then, what what's your thoughts on the game? What who do you think is gonna take this one? And you think the do you think the Bucks cover eight and a half or no? No, I don't think they cover. I think they won by a touchdown exactly, and and Eagles give them a run for their money. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm gonna disagree again. Rebound third streak one. I'm disagreeing on. Uh, I like the Bucks here in a blowout. I think uh, Brady's gonna have 400 yards passing. At least three touchdowns, I think. Uh, I think Evans is playing, I mean, but... And obviously Godwin's out, but... And then I think Gronk's going to have a, a good game as well. And then I think that rushing attack is going to really kind of get, get into form. I mean, Keyshawn Vaughn, uh, Ronald Jones. And I, I think I just think the Bucks defense is really going to be able to limit uh, Jalen Hurts as well. And I don't see the Eagles putting on much points. So I'll say 31-17 bucks in this one. I'll swallow the eight and a half points with them. And they move on to the NFC Divisional Round for the second second straight season as well. All right, moving on. Game number four, late afternoon game on CBS. Got the third seed Dallas Cowboys at home hosting the sixth seed San Francisco 49ers who clinched the spot with a exciting overtime win, comeback win versus the Rams last week at SoFi Stadium to get that sixth seed. 27-24 overtime win, and they were down 17-0 in that game. And a lot of uh, people are calling them the hottest team in the NFL. And they're getting three points here uh, this weekend versus the Cowboys. What do you think about this game? Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Probably the best game of the week that I'm looking forward to. Uh, this is the, the easiest pick of the week. The 49ers are going to cover and win. Everyone's overhyped on the the Cowboys. They beat a fucking JV Eagles team that had probably some people coming from the grocery store playing. And this is, this is going to be a good game, but uh, I think the the Cowboys are going to lose. They always, they always figure out a way to lose, and I, I think the 49ers go into Jerry World and win this game. Which way has the early money gone on this game? I, I just figured from the media narrative, a lot of people are taking the 49ers here. What? It could be. I, I, I didn't look. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, from everything I'm hearing, uh, 49ers, uh, the Cowboys uh, are in the worst position of how the, the NFC... Uh, seeding played out just because they draw the 49ers who have won eight of their last 10 games uh, after starting uh, two and four or eight of their last 11 games excuse me after starting two and four and then the Cowboys uh, have ended the season pretty pretty good as well I mean they lost to the Cardinals but then they had blowout wins versus the Washington football team and last weekend versus the Philadelphia Eagles where they scored over 50 points in both of those games. So uh, it's going to be obviously a lot, a, lot, a lot tougher to do that against a more stout defense here versus in the San Francisco 49ers, who have gotten healthy, uh, got uh, most of their players back. And then it looks like uh, Trent Williams will be back after missing the game against the Rams. I think they might be getting uh, Dre Greenlaw is back, back as well, maybe Aziz Al-Shahir, their linebacker. And the 49ers just seem to be getting right at the right time. And But 
me as a Niners fan, the one thing that always lingers over all this, uh, Jimmy G. So what are your thoughts on Jimmy G? I mean, he's the ultimate, like, Jekyll and Hyde quarterback. I mean, he could have a bad pick and then a few minutes later lead you down the field for a game-tying drive. So what are your whole thoughts on what you've seen from Jimmy G throughout his career and his tenure with the 49ers? Yeah, he hasn't been too good of a quarterback, but like you said, he did last week through the interception and took him down the field and got the tying touchdown. So, but he can do that. So, and uh, their secret weapon, Debo Samuel, is going to be. They're going to. Kyle Shanahan is going to run a lot of trick plays, like he did last week with the Debo throwing the touchdown. So, Debo is going to be the X factor. I think he's going to have a huge game, and as well as Elijah Mitchell. Hey, Elijah Mitchell has been absolute uh, stud for them. I mean, they drafted him in the sixth round of the 2021 draft. He's been absolute gold for them with the other injuries they've had to some of their other running backs with Raheem Mostert early on. And he's really stepped in and filled that void for most of the season. And then uh, going back to Garoppolo, I was kind of thinking of a comp for him. And I think, I mean, it's not fully like a comp that uh, I would – Make I mean, a lot of people will probably say this guy has won Super Bowls, a couple Super Bowls and stuff, so you can't really compare him to Jimmy Garoppolo and stuff. But I think a, a comp, he he's really reminding me a lot of Eli Manning. Uh, a guy with bad judgment, throws a lot of picks. I mean, he, he's not a top-tier elite quarterback, but for certain games, certain big-pressure situations, late-game situations... He can be really good in those types of spots. So that's what we've kind of seen from Jimmy G. The whole Jimmy G experience, we've basically seen that in these last two games that he's played against Tennessee in Week fifteen, or Week 16 excuse me, and then uh, versus the Rams in Week 18 on the road. Threw a couple picks in both of those. Then he, he came back and led the Niners on a game-trying drive in both. And the, they lost to Tennessee on a game-winning field goal, but then... They were able to take the Rams game to overtime, and then he was able to lead them on the long drive there, get the field goal, and then the Niners' defense sealed it with an interception to win the game and clinch uh, their first playoff spot since 2019. And, I mean, just Jimmy G, but when he's healthy and he has, like, a good running game, the the Niners have shown that they've, they're one of the better teams in the NFL. And then even this season, whenever he doesn't throw an interception, they're 7-0. And when he throws an interception, they're two and six. So uh, he's definitely, uh, like I always say, he always leaves three or four throws out there, which he, he are pretty much up up for grabs. And it just depends on whether uh, the defense capitalizes on and is opportunistic on those types of throws and intercepts them. And the Cowboys have the leading interception, uh, the interception leader for the season, Trayvon Diggs. They have a Stout rookie linebacker in Micah Parsons. And they also have Gregory and uh, Randy Gregory and uh, Demarcus Lawrence up front. So they got a, a good de- a good defense. I mean, not an elite defense, but I think it's going to kind of come down to the Niners offensive line versus uh, the Cowboys uh, pass rush. And it's going to ultimately come down as well to Jimmy G. I mean, those kind of throws. He just forces throws in there sometimes. And I think uh, a couple of those throws are going to get picked. And I think that's uh, going to be kind of the difference. 
by by Jimmy, and then he always kind of just from as a Niner fan watching him, he makes very inopportune, very untimely type picks, and that, I think that's going to hurt the Niners' hair. So I'm going to disagree again. Rebound for the fourth straight game. You're I'm always going to go against your fucking team. Unreal. Oh, yeah, I picked them last week, yeah. didn't I? Yeah, but you didn't pick them to win. I picked them to cover. You didn't pick them to win, and they fucking won. Oh, but, but they covered, right? Be a man. Take your fucking team. I, I think the Cowboys... Don't gonna... root for your team, then, either. I'm not allowed to root for them? Go fucking pick them, then, at least. Why? I just think Jimmy Jimmy G is going to kind of throw some picks, and it's, it's they're going to be untimely to, picks. You're just trying to hedge it, so either your team wins or your pick is right. Uh-huh, Okay. So, yeah, I, I'm going to swallow the three points with Dallas. I think uh, Dak and Zeke are going to have good games, and then they're going to win somewhat close game. They'll say 27-23 Cowboys, and they move to the NFC Divisional Round. Why are you, why are you getting so worked up, huh? All right, game number five, uh, the Sunday night game in primetime rebound. we got the Kansas City Chiefs, the number two seed in the AFC, taking on the seventh seed, Pittsburgh Steelers, who just got in last week uh, off that Raiders win, and then a Colts loss, and they beat uh, Baltimore in overtime as well. So they were able to sneak in with that 9-7-1 and one record. It turned out that tie against the Lions really helped them get in here. And in this one, we got the Chiefs laying 12.5. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a blowout. The Steelers really shouldn't even be here. Luckily got here with the Colts loss, and then... The game-winning field goal by, field by Daniel Carlson. They're going to get on the works. It's, I'm not even going to watch this game. You're not going to watch this game? Big Ben's last game, possibly. Maybe I'll watch the fourth quarter. It is his last game. Fourth, Maybe the fourth quarter. That's it. It's going to be like a 20. I'd say like 35 to 10. Is your boy Teak playing? Uh, I don't know. He's questionable. Yeah, yeah. He's still... He's kind of practicing a little, but not full practice. So I mean, we'll see if he goes. But I, I don't think the Chiefs need him to win this game. But I, I just don't see the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger going out without a fight. And uh, I think twelve and a half is too high here. So I'm going to disagree again. Rebound for the fifth straight game. Oh yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I like Pittsburgh as a road dog here, getting twelve and a half. But I like Kansas City to win, probably like a field goal, four points, something like that. Uh, I think Mahomes obviously going to be able to put points on the board. But I think the Steelers are going to try to make this a ball control type game, control the clock, make it a rough uh, uh, rough and tough muck up type game. And I, I think they'll be able to do that. And they're going to kind of keep it relatively low scoring. So I'll say 27-24 Chiefs in this one. And they move on to the divisional round again for I think the fourth straight season or third straight season. So, we'll disagree again for the fifth straight one, and we'll move on now to the last game of the wild card weekend, and we got a rare wild card Monday night game here. Has that ever happened? I've definitely never seen that in my lifetime. Wild card game on a Monday night, but yeah, nonetheless, we got a Monday night game in prime time from SoFi Stadium. We got the four seed Los Angeles Rams, 12-5, and five, hosting their divisional rivals, the NFC West divisional rivals. The fifth seed, Arizona Cardinals, who are 11-6, and 8-1 on the road. Rams laying four points here. What do you think, Rebound? 
Yeah, this is going to be a good game, you know. The Cardinals obviously started the season out well and then just completely melted. Uh, they lost, they went 1-4 and four to end the season, I believe, or 1-5. and five. Lost their last game versus the Seahawks. Just haven't been looking good. Yeah, the only game they won was the Cowboys going, right? Yeah, that's right. And then the Rams, they just, they, they have looked so-so and... They got all the flashy names, Vaughn Miller, they added Odell, they just added Eric Waddell today, safety Eric Waddell. Yeah, their other guy, he, he hurt his ankle, right, and he's out for the season? Right, yeah. And I think the Rams are just full of gold after seeing that 49ers game. I think I think the Cardinals are going to come Do you think game. the 49ers just have a good matchup over them? I mean, just winning six straight against them? Uh, I don't know. I mean... It's a combination of that, but uh, I mean, when Elijah Mitchell is running up your defense, when you have Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and Von Miller, and their their top O line is out, that there, there's a problem there. Yeah, definitely. So you, you like the the and cards I like here? The Cardinals plus four, and I like them to win. And I know we're disagreeing again, so hell yeah. Yeah, so I mean, this is the usually we've been agreeing a lot this season yeah. on games. So, but I like the Rams here. I mean, I I just think oh, they're yeah. kind of in the same spot they were last season as the in that four or five matchup. But this time it's on a Monday night. This time they're at home. Last last season they were in Seattle, and then uh, depending on how kind of the other games play out, I mean, the Rams could be. Either playing the divisional again in Green Bay in Green Bay versus Lambeau Field where their season ended last year, but yeah, for this game, I I just like Cooper Cup to uh, kind of dominate here. I think uh, Stafford had two two bad picks last week against the Niners, and it just seemed like uh, it kind of crumbled when they really needed him. And Stafford still look for, looking for his play, first playoff win. I think he, he's had uh, three playoff career playoff games with Detroit before he came to the Rams, but he lost all three of them. And still looking for his first playoff win. I think he gets it here with Sean McVay and the Rams. And then I think they, they get their run game going a little better than they did last week against the Niners. They completely got shut down on the ground last week. I think that was one of the big problems of why the Niners were able to come back so easily. They were never able to get any traction going on, the, on with their running game. And it was just mainly all uh, Cooper Cup. And, but I think he'll get um, more receivers involved in this game. Odell Beckham, uh, Van Jefferson, and I think Aaron Donald as well will kind of limit Kyler Murray here. And I just think the Rams... Too talented not to cover here, so I'll I'll swallow the four points with the Rams. Disagree with you, rebound for the sixth straight game for all games this weekend, and I'll take the Rams to win 31-24 in this one and move on to the NFC divisional round for the second straight season. Alrighty, that'll wrap it up for the wild card edition of the Scorching Six Picks. Rebound, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Zebo. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the wildcard games this weekend. And we'll be back next week for the divisional round matchup scorching six picks.